Well, Happy New Year, Soraya. Happy New Year! Woo! So the, I say good riddance, 2020. Yeah, 2020 was kind of a dud. <laughs> well, how I did... will say, not a dud was seeing the Dream Syndicate in February. Yes. Uh, but the rest of it, yeah, I can do without. Yeah, yeah. So does 2021 feel special yet? Uh, hey, or is it too right early? now it does. It's a new day, new year, and just, I don't know, there's a whole lot of new stuff. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm always ready. I've always got hope. Hey, if we lose hope, then it's not worth going on. But yeah, we've, we've got had, it. Yeah. We've got it. We've got, we've got hope. And we've got some, we had some good music over 2020, which was the soundtrack of, of the year, right, for us? Yes. There was new music. There was great music. There was stuff we discovered that wasn't necessarily new. And uh, truth be told, Jeff, 2020 was pretty good for us in terms of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Lots of amazing guests um, sat and sat down and chatted with us and I don't know. New year, blank slate. Let's see what comes up. Yes, yes. So today we're going to be going over some soundtrack music that the Paisley Underground was involved with. And you brought up this idea a couple of months ago. And I got to tell you, I've been kind of obsessed with this idea since you brought it up. I just think it's a really cool idea. And it was fun researching some stuff to see what soundtracks the Paisley Underground and related artists um, ended up being involved with. And we came up with a, a few songs to play. Yeah, um, I have to admit the idea is not entirely mine. I have to thank Danny Benair for a post on Facebook that got me thinking. And uh, what he posted about was uh, a soundtrack that the three o'clock showed up on. And that led me to thinking. Ooh. Hmm. What, I wonder if there are other soundtracks with Paisley Underground bands. Oh, okay. And what we found was, yes, in some cases, and uh, kind of, sort of, in others. <laughs> um, but I'm still ready to start it off. So Happy New Year, everyone. And what else do people do on New Year's Eve other than recover, hydrate, and watch movies? So this is a perfect topic. Perfect. All right, I say we get started. Hi, this is Soraya. And this is Jeff. Our podcast is called Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme. A podcast where the two of us play music that we like and share anecdotes and background about the tunes. We hope you'll join our conversation. And without further ado, agrubiar. Let's get groovy. Okay, so if Danny Benair and the Three O'Clock inspired this, I think that's probably a good place to start. What do you think? I think it's fantastic. And this song, uh, Jeff is going to introduce it in a second, but this song appeared in the soundtrack for a movie called The Wildlife, a 1984 movie. Um, and it's a Cameron Crowe flick. So you already know it. it's music-centric and it's young adult you know, early 20s, late teens centric. And it's about three early, three young adults growing up in LA and uh, one wild night. 
<laughs> I don't think I ever saw the movie. I did a little research on it and saw that Christopher Penn was in it, um, Jenny Wright, Eric Stoltz. So it sounds like it could be a, a Fast Times at Ridgemont High Part Two kind of thing. A uh, Rick Moranis was in it. Um, and Eric Stoltz, it could be a John Hughes movie for all we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And uh, Randy Quaid was in it. Let's, let's move on. Um, it's 2021. Um, Edward Van Halen did some music for it. And, See, uh, that name sounds familiar. <laughs> the one and only. So on the soundtrack, there's some pretty good music. So Eddie Van Halen had a song. I think it's just for this. He's listed as the artist. It's not a Van Halen song. Right. Down the City. Um, Charlie Sexton with Ron Wood is on it. Andy Summers. Bananarama did the theme song, Wildlife. Mm -hmm. What is this was a band that came um, uh, came to be uh, from the early Red Hot Chili Peppers, right. their, their guitar player, uh, Peter Case. Um, and then Charlotte Caffey had a song on here, too, from the Go-Go's. So there, we have some loose connections to stuff that we've talked about on our podcast. Absolutely. But then there's the three o'clock. And what's the song that appears? So it's I Go Wild which was on Baroque Hoedown, as we've talked about many, many, many a times, but it's not the same version, or at least not the same mix. This one is a little bit, um, I'd say, a little bit more polished. Mm. Um, and uh, I, it, maybe it's a, an entirely new version altogether, but um, yeah, it's definitely way more, um, I would say way more accessible, way more commercial. Mm. Probably com commercial is probably the right word, but. It's a fun version, so we've got it all loaded up and ready to play. Let's go.
That's fun. I got to clarify, that is definitely a totally different version for sure. Extremely. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's very obvious. Louis Gutierrez goes off on this one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a different solo on here or a solo and there's some of the trumpets and stuff in there. That's that's a really fun version. Yeah. And the Michael, uh, that echo that Michael providing his own backing. Yeah. (laughs) And there's some cool bass lines on here that I didn't recognize from the original version. Yeah. I will say the original version still number one. Yeah. This is this is fun, it's different, but I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah. That that original version, it it didn't need any improvements, that's for sure. Well, I don't know. I guess whoever the I guess Cameron Crowe decided, you know what? Let's jazz it up a bit. I'm glad that he I'm glad that he did. It's fun just to have another version. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always good. Yeah. And it probably ties more with the movie being what it was. I mean, the 80s were what the 80s were, right? Uh, <laughs> some remember, some don't. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so what do you think next? Bengals, maybe? I, if we're going to go in chronological order of movie, yeah. Well, okay. So we found actually that, there was, that the Bengals ended up on a few different soundtracks. Hello, Goonies fans. (laughs) Yay, I'm one of those. I'm one of those. So do you remember seeing the video for Cindy Lauper's The Goonies Are Good Enough? Yep. The Bengals end up coming, uh, and they used the, they must have used the soundstage that the ship was on because they're all dancing around. And (laughs) I think at the end, they all jump into the the water, right? I think. I think the the Bengals are dressed up as like pirates. Mm. Yeah. It's again, been a hot minute since I've seen it. So. Yeah, same, same. But again, it was very 80s. And, uh, but they had a song on the soundtrack, an original that's only been, um, that was released on nothing else except for that. In fact, I don't even think it ends up on Ladies and Gentlemen. And that song is I Got Nothing. Mm-hmm. So I think the only place to find that is on that soundtrack. Unless soundtrack. It ends up, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think it ended up on any compilations or anything. So. And then they also had a song on Love Actually, Eternal Flame. But we're not playing either one of those songs. Nope. What are we playing? Okay, so what we're playing, and I'm sure everyone's done their detective work already. Um, This is, our next song is Hazy Shade of Winter, which shows up in the Less Than Zero soundtrack. Less Than Zero movie from 1987, loosely based on Brett Easton Ellis's novel. First of all, can I just share this? Lesson Zero was Brett Easton Ellis's first novel released at 21. Wow. And then it got adapted into a movie. 
Wow. So, and, but this is the, this is the most succinct description of the movie. And I mean, the book, you can apply it to the book too. Wealthy, decadent youth in LA. It's like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I added the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But, um, what I, when I was researching this one, uh, supposedly Brett Easton Ellis hated the movie. What? He hated it. And he said the only two characters that were, uh, that got it right were uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character and James Spader. Uh, so like the two polar opposites in terms of decadence and addiction and everything else, um, which I, I found funny. But anyways, the movie's Hazy Shade, the song is Hazy Shade of Winter. One of my favorite bangle songs and it's a cover of a simon and garfunkel song that's right from released as a single in 66 then appears on an album in 68 but wait 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 jeff the bangles version i mean hands down and it is a fabulous cover uh also covered by a thrash metal band would you have pictured that song as a thrash metal no no if you hear the original simon and garfunkel you go hell no after hearing the bangles rocket i think that's where i can give it <laughs> yes and also this song is also covered in a 2019 series on netflix called the umbrella academy so it's a song that's reappeared a few times um which is good but i love this i love this song by the bangles i love their interpretation of it and their very unique spin on this song so hazy shade of winter Marky. Yeah. A photo, if you please, for okay. posterity. Ready? Yes. Ready? Aim.
Wow. Great song. Woo! <laughs> I like that one a lot. Oh my God. So good. It is. And um, they do that really well live when, when the Bengals play and you see Vicky just start kicking into that lick <laughs> and the vocals too. I was listening to um, a podcast recently um, that our friend uh, Jenny Shore does mm -hmm. um, and they had Susanna Hoffs and Linda Ronstadt on together and they were talking about that version and how they wanted to um, add that time, time, time part at the beginning and um, their producer didn't like, it was Rick Rubin, I believe. How did Rick not like that? To me, it's, it's uh, essential. Yeah, to yeah. setting the tone, yeah. But I think, I'm not sure if Rick Rubin was the right person, but um, whatever, whoever the pr producer was said that they wanted to go straight into the guitar part because that guitar lick was just a great way to kick off. But, well, it's killer, but but see, like that's what I love about this interpretation of the song is like you have these very dulcet tones, and you think it's going to go one way, and then it'll boom, <laughs> and um, that the guitar is the driving part of this. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And this song is like on a thousand RPM. I mean, it's just like vroom. and if I remember the movie correctly, because I did see it, I did go to a theater and watch it. <laughs> um, it's at a point where like, it's just the height of, of everything. It's like everything just, it's all this kind of chaos of people and drugs and sex and, and you're just like, wow. And the song is like, boom, boom, boom. It's literally like just, you know, paving a whole new way. I, I don't know, this cover is great. It is. And it adds to the scene in the movie, but, live this song kicks ass indeed indeed so on to dream syndicate all right so what <laughs> did you find jeff a whole lot of nothing actually <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so nothing I, that i could find from the dream syndicate ended up on a soundtrack album and i did want to clarify that we have i've found that some of these bands have been in TV shows or in movies, but not necessarily ended up on the soundtrack. Um, right. So we were just looking at things that ended up on soundtracks that you could purchase. So I wanted to clarify that at this point. But uh, either way, so nothing I could find, I couldn't find anything that the Dream Syndicate were involved with. But if we stretch it out a little bit All and, right. and uh, um, open up our definition <laughs> of what the Dream Syndicate is, we did find a Steve Wynn track that ended up on the soundtrack for stir of echoes yeah so that movie's from 1999 but based on a 1958 uh, novel wow it's a horror thriller come on it's got kevin bacon in it yeah so six what, what of kevin mean? bacon steve Wynn to <laughs> right here so before we get to the song just listen to the premise and those of you who have seen it i mean you know but so the movie Stir of Echoes, the essential plot, Nucleus, is about a guy and he like pushes his sister-in-law to hypnotize him. The sister-in-law believes in all things paranormal. The sister-in-law is played by Ileana Douglas, by the way. So the minute she does it, 
he begins having psychic visions dealing with a neighborhood girl that has disappeared. Oh, wow. And I'm not going to, I'm no spoiler alerts, but um, the visions continue until the dramatic conclusion. Um, but Steve Wynn has a song on this. What's the That's song? It. So the song is Nothing But The Shell, which is a lead off track from My Midnight, which came out in 1999. But I wonder how it ends up on Stir of Echoes, this crazy. I, I think I we're going to have to ask Steve Wynn that one day. Yeah. I actually did not know that until we started doing the research that he had a song on this movie. I think I saw it when it shortly after it came out. I think I rented it from Blockbuster, Soraya. Yeah. I, think I don't know. I know it's got Kevin Bacon, so it had mass distribution for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, no, this wasn't an indie flick by any means. Yeah. But all right, so nothing but the shell. Let's hear it.
Well, I'll say this. Steve Wynn hypnotized me with that song. <laughs> it is super bluesy and, yeah. And it, yeah. With that heart. Yeah. Yeah, it gets in your bones. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So last up, we have Rain Parade. What? All right. <laughs> now, okay. Did you find anything Rain Parade listed as Rain Parade? No, I did so not. So we're opening the definition. Yeah, it, this okay. is even more of a stretch than we did <laughs> Dream Syndicate. But, All uh, right. So if no Rain Parade, what did you find? So again, I started looking uh, for started looking through the members of Rain Parade and seeing if they were involved with anything. Like we did with Dream Syndicate, we found that the front man, Steve Wynn, uh, had that song, In Stir of Echoes. Likewise, we, I started looking through, seeing if Matt Pucci had anything, Stephen Roback had anything. I couldn't find anything that ended up on a commercially released soundtrack. But when I looked at David Roback, there was a couple things that came up. Um, one was he participated in a film called Clean, which mm -hmm. I really liked the film a lot. Um, he actually appears in the movie and um, using your words, if you don't blink, you can see him in the film. He's actually playing himself. No, so. if you, if, yeah, if you don't blink, you can see him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the part is very short and it's a speaking part, but I think uh, if you added up all of his lines together, it prob it may, be 10 seconds maybe yeah and i think that's being generous yeah so he's playing the role of himself david roback in a studio um producing um the actress maggie chung i think is her name who is um an addict who is um trying to get, trying to work with the system to make sure she doesn't lose her children or get get her child back and i actually like the movie quite a bit but as my wife says Jeff, for those kind of movies that you like, please don't recommend them to anybody because you're it's one of those movies where you'll like, but other people don't like, so don't recommend it. So there's that. But I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. It's it's a very slow moving film. Um, and it's one of those um struggles in life kind of film. And it, it's very slow paced. But anyways, um I we did find that. David Robeck was in that. And he wrote some songs for the soundtrack and um it, they sound very Mazzy Star-ish, but um, actress Maggie Chung is singing the song. So um, they also appear in the film where she is a performer. She is an artist in the film. Right. But that's not what we chose. Um, no. We decided to, to look at Mazzy Star's um, uh, efforts or participations in soundtrack. And we found quite a bit. And I don't know about you, Soraya, but watching TV, I hear um, Mazzy Star songs come in all the time. I've probably heard in the last year probably a dozen times where there's a Mazzy Star song. You know, it's really interesting because for as private a band as they were, um, they've, they've got distribution. I mean, they've got licensing. So it's yeah. just interesting. So the song that we picked for for this to round it out is Mazzy Star's Fade Into You. And it's from the movie American Honey uh, which is the most recent release of the four that we're highlighting today from 2016. And it's a movie that's got Shia LaBeouf in it. Yeah. <laughs> so come on, we're hit, we're, we're hitting all the big dudes today. We are. Um, now this, the movie is listed as a road comedy drama, and I think it's more drama than comedy. Okay. 
So the movie's about this girl who leaves a very dysfunctional home and joins this group of young people that go, you know, door to door selling magazine subscriptions, but included in there is a lot of stealing, lying, sex, selling bodies for money, the whole thing. Yikes. Um, and Shia LaBeouf. It's got the one and only Shia LaBeouf in it. But, um, and then the group moves on to a part of the Midwest to sell door-to-door magazine subscriptions. That's where this girl joins this group. And uh, so it is a little bit of roads, you know, tales on the road and added into that, you know, a whole lot of soul searching and finding your identity and your voice. And uh, Fade Into You is part of this soundtrack. So let's hop into it. Mazzy Star, Fade Into You. Without a 
big fan of that song can't you picture that song already like being the soundtrack of like a long van drive down the midwestern plains i mean it, it works right yeah absolutely it works as a but um so i think it's just an interesting thing about david roback that um quite a number of his more recent projects have found their way into being licensed for movies and other things. And for you to say, you know, I've, I've heard it enough times for me to pay attention to it. That says something. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that band has a very cinematic feel to it. You probably wouldn't hear Mazzy Star licensed for like WWE or, or boxing or, <laughs> or Monday Night Football. Or but... like the worst is uh, there's a brand of uh, washer dryers LG that has licensed a well what was he by the a dirt McGirt one of the guys from Wu-Tang Clan and I'm like wait what <laughs> and it's the song goes hey dirty baby I got your money don't you worry but in the song is like hey dirty baby I got your laundry oh god <laughs> and I'm like well <laughs> The ODB, ODB stands for Old Dirty Bastard. ODB, may he rest in peace, but he's got to be turning over even his grave knowing that they changed the lyrics to a song like that. So yeah, you're not you're never going to hear uh, Rain Parade, Dream Syndicate, 3 O'Clock, or Bangles ever being licensed for a washer dryer. Probably not. But, but um, I, think, I think we found four interesting selections yeah absolutely and of course we open the door to the bangles the three o'clock the rain parade and dream syndicate to tell us if they appear in any other soundtrack yeah absolutely but but commercial u.s release this is what we found yeah and that was a fun topic i'm glad i'm glad danny thought of it <laughs> thank <laughs> you danny benair for being the inspiration yeah, and you taking the ball and and uh, <laughs> I didn't running with it more with it, but yeah, uh, Jeff, I think that was a good way to start off 2021. I think so too. This should be a good year. I'm hoping. I, you know what? I think everyone's got their fingers and toes crossed. But uh, from Jeff and I, we wish you all the best in 2021. Stay healthy, stay safe, and let's get back to live music. Yes. I want to be like Australia. They've got live music. I want it. 
Same here. All right, Jeff, quick. First live show you want to see? Well. If you had your choice and a magic wand. Rain Parade. Heck yeah. <laughs> and they have new music. Yes, yes. So we're and, set. Yeah. And Steve Wynn was supposed to do a show with Baseball Project and a couple other things. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff that got postponed and um, the Kim Shattuck uh, tribute show. Oh, yes. And, uh, and uh, 2020 was coming out to LA. I mean, lots of good stuff. Yeah. So we're ready. We're, we're ready. ready. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Gente agrubiar. Move on, Paisley people. So I really want to see American Honey now. <laughs> you sold me on it. Dude, man. It's, it sounds depressing. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect for me. Okay, stand by. I think she's ready. Go ahead and roll it. Yeah.